Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. This is Specialist Garrett Dacca with 11th Signal Brigade. Hey, this is Eric Franklin with the Fort Hood Public Affairs Office. And this is Samantha Harms, also with the Garrison Public Affairs Office, and you are listening to Fort Hood's Great Big Podcast. So, we have... Some guests today from our uh, one of the chapels on post, the, the the nicest chapels. Not the chapel I went to. I, I grew up in Comanche Chapel. That's, that's why I I grew up like growing up as a kid. That's where I used to go. Um, could you take a moment and just introduce yourself to us? Yes, my name is Chaplain Darren Chester. I serve as the Garrison Chaplain here. My name is Teresa Paris. I am the Administrative Support Specialist for the RSO Religious Support Office. A chaplain Eugene Savarimuthu, I'm a community pastor serving for the Catholic community and also taking up a special uh, event for the garrison and RSO. Okay, and just a uh, special event. So what's the special event that you guys got coming up? Uh, an event like Togetherness Day when we gather all our soldiers, soldiers' family uh, to not only have fun but also give the opportunity for them to realize how many options they have to come to worship together, mm. uh, you know, to bring their families, children, and, you know. So the Togetherness Day, we are partnership with the MWR, okay. uh, with the Cowboy Heroes, and it's going to be a great event. Mm. So, go ahead. Okay. I was going to ask, when, it, uh, when is it? Because that sounds going, awesome. Yeah, that's going to be this year, uh, the 22nd of August. Okay. Oh, awesome. October, sorry. October. Okay. Twenty yeah. second of October, uh, from ten hundred to uh, fourteen hundred. Okay. Awesome. So that that's something we get. We might have to get you back on here for that. But I, with that event, and I know that you have ongoing events like the food bank. Tell us a little bit about just what's going on there, Mel. Um, we've had the food bank since they took it away from um, ACS uh, about six or seven years ago. Okay. Um, and it's grown. A lot since then, we have several families that are that use the food pantry, and it's and the numbers there, are, of course, are growing right now, um, with people having difficulty buying food and keeping food, and especially summertime, you know, when kids were out of school, um, we partnered with the commissaries for donations, and they made sure that we had um, kid-friendly food. Okay, so that. The kids had, the families could get food for their kids over the summer. Um, and we have all of our, everything that is stocked in our food pantry is donation. It's donation only. Um, we do not go out and buy food to replenish it. Is, it is all donations. When you go to the commissary and you see the, the gifts, the bags, that's mm -hmm. a $10 bag or whatever, and they okay. say it's for the food pantry, it truly is for the food pantry. Mm -hmm. um, we we pick up from them usually about once a month. So it's, it's a good thing to, to buy the bags because it is supporting the soldiers, soldiers' families. Um, but that's not all that the food pantry helps. Okay. Um, for the soldiers and their families, they can use the food pantry, but we also give them um, gift cards that they can use at the commissary for fill-in food products. Okay. Um, milk, bread, meats, things that we don't have there. Um, but we also have veterans, 
um, retirees and DOD civilians can use the food pantry only, but not they would not get the gift cards. Okay. Um, the food pantry is a 72-hour stop gap. Um, we, we're not your grocery store. Um, so what we're giving you is, is to hold you over for a 72-hour emergency. Right. And if, if you need more than that, there, we have a, a whole list of everything that's lo- local, all the different helping places that you can get food from. Mm-hmm. So if, if someone wanted to donate, how would they go about doing that? Um, usually they go through either myself or um, the NCIC of the facility, Sergeant Seamster. How can they get a hold of you or Sergeant Seamster? Uh, my tel- the telephone number for the uh, chaplain's office is 254-288-6545, and that rings directly to my office, and I, I can get the message to anybody who needs to get the message. All right, fantastic. I, and it's, it's non-perishables only, correct? Yes, yes non-perishables only. Okay. And we do have... Um, we do take in personal care items, Ooh. and we do take in cleaning items. Um, the PX also sends donations over um, intermittently, and we we have that's where we get a lot of our cleaning items and other non parish and other personal care items is through them. Okay, and and just for you, how has it been to to see? You know, I know during the over the last two years, that need has been there. And it's sometimes it, it, it excuse me. I know over the past two years, that need for that little bit of extra has grown. How how has it how does it feel to be able to know that you can be that stopgap from some of those soldiers and those families? It really feels pretty awesome um, when you have a family member come in and they're in tears because they can't feed their kids. Um, they don't have diapers. They don't have formula. They, they don't have just the basic things that they need. Um, when they break down in the food pantry, that, that really touches, touches my heart because I know that we are doing a good thing. We're doing a God thing. I really love that. Yeah, that's pretty good. Wish I. So, do do y'all have um, a story about the food bank you want to share as well? Yes, I, I'm brand new. Uh, Chaplain Chester asked me uh, to overlook along with uh, uh, what is happening in the food pantry. <clears throat> uh, coming from the uh, Catholic Church background, uh, I had a great experience of uh, running a food pantry and food bank uh, in the church in New Jersey. Uh, so the United States uh, food uh, insecurity or lack of consistent access to enough food for an active, healthy life is an important and often hidden problem. Mm. You know, I had this uh, 2015 statistics is talked talks about uh, 15.8 million U.S. households. That is 12.7 percent of the U.S. population were food insecure at some point during the year. Wow. So the food bank plays a central role in the network of national, regional, and also local organizations working together to address the need of food insecure communities across the nation, especially when we look at our soldiers, soldiers' family. They are so vulnerable. 
and i agree with teresa within few weeks of my experience i have practically seen you know uh, you know the soldiers and especially the spouse of the soldier uh, coming with uh, you know handful of children mm-hmm. looking for some type of help any help uh, which was uh, you know very heartbreaking and uh, the challenge the food bank face a monumental task of serving millions of pounds of fresh fruits vegetables meat dairy product and you know while food bank and food pantries are critical food sec- sources to address food insecurity they are not always source of fresh and healthy food mm-hmm. but in our facility we make sure with the volunteers we go through you know so often times whether this canned food is expired or not yeah. i have seen with my own eyes i was you know awesome about the volunteers helping us in a great deal you know few times a week mm. and then uh, food bank uh, often receives donation of less healthy options including can or packed food products that have no longer shelf life are not easy to st- store or distribute yeah. so we have to be careful when we supply food because it sh- we should not supply the wrong food or a bad food uh, just you know that would be taking advantage of the poor again you know right. uh, so we have to work uh, like a uh, hands of god like a, with a great attitude of mercy and love mm-hmm. uh, with with having the human dignity deep in our heart mind and soul but people experience food insecurity often face other hardships too such as housing uh, financial insecurity and you know stuff like that we have to be also cautious of because couple times they also asked for uh, gas money mm-hmm. yeah and somebody lost their uh, pocketbook they were asking you know uh, extra money to pay their child support or uh, all those things we have to keep that in mind so the observation there are uh, people who take this food pantry or food bank as a social butterfly time <laughs> <laughs> they just hang out they come every yeah. day uh, but some of them they are shy and upset and they are desperate um the third group they take advantage of the opportunity they go from one food pantry to the other so we have to you know uh, where to draw a line mm-hmm. so we have to be cautious of uh, you know who we are and who we belong to and how we can better serve right so but majority of the people are there to get something for themselves and their children and the price is higher getting now it's like over 45% and uh, so so very small percentage of the people give back their time as a volunteer when we interact with these people who approach the food bank uh, there, there are two ways you know some of the food pantries and food banks they allow you to pick up whatever you want mm-hmm. and some of the food pantries they just give you a bag of whatever right so these people when they ask them uh, you know how you can better help us as a volunteers they come and spend a little bit of their time yeah to help us the food pantry and also some of them the package food they received from other food bank 
the food which they are not going to use they bring them to the food bank okay which is awesome too you know so you know it's a reciprocal give and take right so but i would say uh, it's a great ministry to reach out to the community especially in fort hood texas uh, to our uh, soldiers uh, and soldiers families uh sir so you said that you were you were in new jersey before you came to fort hood yes sir how have you seen the, just the 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 I don't want to say central texas because you know texas is great but how have you seen the texas generosity when it comes to it, just here in this community how it seems how how have you seen the generosity when it comes to neighbors helping neighbors here in the the great state uh, i am very new i may be ignorant but i just uh, share my little experience uh, by just going through the history of uh the RSO the religious support team on yeah. post i just read uh, there are youth group yeah they have a great deal of uh you know bringing uh, their time talent treasure for food pantry and other ministries and other chapels and uh, they also have a special program of how they reach out to the poor vulnerable of our community okay So I never seen personally because I'm very new. Okay. But I'm looking forward to use those uh, you know youth group or other chapels and you know uh, Protestant women of the chapel. Okay. Catholic women of the chapel and the Knights of Columbus and volunteers. So as Teresa said the whole food pantry runs by people's generous generosity and love and contribution. I think I would add to that too. You were kind of asking about the whole Central Texas region. Yes, sir. I don't have much else to compare to not having been involved too much in food pantries and other assignments, but here uh I real I have come to learn that there is quite a network of charity organizations in this area. Yes, fact, sir. If you go to our website, you can just Google Fort Hood Chaplain, it'll take you right to it. We keep uh, a document on there that lists all those uh, organizations probably within about an hour's drive. And in fact, Chaplain Savaramitu had has just updated that. We last updated it back in December. Okay. He's contacted all those organizations just to make sure they're still doing it and their hours are the same and their contact information works, but there's upwards of 30 of these organizations in the area. So there's a huge number of them, but I've also noticed probably more than half of them receive a lot of their donations through the Central Texas Food Bank. Mhm. That's a huge network that just seems to really uh reach out a lot and just provide a lot of food. In fact, we've gotten donations from them. We partner with them as well when it comes to uh, around the Thanksgiving time, we're going to be doing our turkey distribution and stuff and the Central Texas Food Bank is a huge supporter, you know, of that as well. So I think that speaks a great deal to the huge amount of generosity we see in the Central Texas area. You you know I've I've been in the the army I was I'm not in the army now currently <laughs> obviously uh, but I was in the army for several years and and I was seemed like almost everywhere and I never paid attention to 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 the being food banks until I got and I didn't even pay attention to it until I got out and I became a reporter and then I, with the Central Texas Food Bank I was just like holy smokes I never knew this I never knew that that opportunity was there and and I think it's great when I get to see 
the soldiers come out. Like every time I, I, I would go to the, the food bank downtown Colleen, I would always see soldiers out there volunteering. And I was like, oh, yeah, we have this. Going. I was like, why didn't I know about this before? Like to me, it just seems like it, it may be. I don't know if maybe I just didn't need it and I didn't know. But it just to know that there's those options for for those young families or those those older families who may need that little bit of help. I, I think it's a it's a great opportunity. Uh, and how long? So you've been with the the program for the past seven years, or yes, I've been at the chaplain's office since the food pantry came there. Okay, yes, since it came to us. Okay, and this again, how have you have you seen it grown over the past seven, six, seven years, or is it up and down? The use, um, it was pretty steady until COVID. Okay, and when COVID hit. Um, because at, at the beginning we had so much shortage in the in the grocery store, um, people were calling and you know I, I can't find this I can't find um, you know meat I can't find pasta yeah you know it was just basic things that they couldn't find and so it, it grew at that point um, and it we've done very well about advertising the fact that we have a food pantry, that we have Fort Hood's food pantry. It's not just a food pantry. We are the food pantry for Fort Hood. Um, and so right now we're running um, about 35-plus families a month. Um, and still you find you have people come in for their first time and say, I never knew this was here. I never knew this was an, was an option open to us. Um, there, there, so we're still not reaching everybody, and I'm hoping this is a, is a, big, a big help that we really get this out there. Um, but in terms of just growing, we started out in a – a office, mm-hmm. and now we have expanded it to a double room. Um, so we we have expanded the food pantry. The food pantry itself has expanded, um, and a big part of that came from last December. There were three different units that did huge food drives. Okay, and um, one of the units. Get, was going to give a, a four-day weekend on a three-day weekend to whichever section brought in the most food. Okay. From that unit, we got over 5,000 pounds wow. of food. They all got a four-day weekend. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, so, so when the units do the big drives, that helps too. And it helps them to know that they're giving back to – it may be it may be the guy marching next to him, and they don't even know what his family life is like. Yeah. So it helps them to know that they're they're doing something that personal for someone right there with them. Okay. And and you mentioned and there's something else that that I I didn't realize until I was until my prior life before being here is five thousand pounds. That's a small number, but that's a lot of food. Like that's a that that feed. I think it was like ten pounds can feed a family of of a three or something. It's it's a it's a it seems small, but it's great, and all every little bit helps. And and like you said, you said we're only giving you're only able to offer that seventy two hours, but then you also have those uh, those resources that connects people to 
if it's the Central Texas Food Bank, if it's uh, whatever other organization out there that can help them longer. And, and yeah, it's just amazing to see 5,000 pounds from one year. That's, that is a lot of food. Like, I think if you if you saw five thousand pounds in a place, you're like, oh wow, that's that's a lot. It was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet unpacking it was fun. Oh yeah, that that was the that was um, we we utilized the youth, yeah, to help us at least get it into what it was. Right. Yeah, and then at that time we were down in the small room still. That was what pushed us into going into a larger space. Um, and, and we've been able to utilize the space ever since we did that. Um, so I guess thank you to the unit that did the 5,000 pounds because they pushed us to to do more. I think what, what we're hearing is coming up here, we're going to have to find, figure out a way to make it post-wide. We gotta, we'll get with this. We'll, we'll talk about, we'll talk this, about after. this. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about this. But, like, you know, I, I think we're kind of making a little bit more work for you guys, but I, I think in the end it's going to be – it's going to be worth it. it you know, I, I think it's really important for soldiers to help soldiers. And and especially when, like you said, it could be a soldier who's marching in formation right next to him and we don't know. So I, I think that comes into us getting to know those who are to the left and right of us and in front and back of us. So, yeah. And also on that topic of helping the fellow soldiers, how can one volunteer with the food bank here on Fort Hood? Okay, Presently, the food pantry is open during normal duty hours. Okay. Um, so that, that can be difficult for an active duty soldier. However, um, I'm sure that we can get Chaplain Chester and the unit command to give them time because young soldiers need volunteer hours. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So um, we may be able to get them to work together. I mean, this is this is something that benefits other soldiers. So I would think that commanders would be okay with their soldiers coming in and doing some volunteer work with us. Okay. And is it just soldiers who can volunteer or yeah. is it in, oh, see, now we know. Anybody. Um, we have volunteers who have no ties to the military. Wow. We have family members. We have, um, as I said, the children, um, some of our religious groups, different, different religious groups come in and volunteer and, so, um, but we can always use more. Mm-hmm. We can always use more volunteers. So if you, if you, if we come, you will find something for us to do. I will find something. <laughs> that, that, hey, that's a, that's it. She's going to put you to work. She's like, I have, I yeah. will find something. We will have food. Don't worry. Well, I'll get you something to do. Okay. <laughs> I, I was going to, oh, go ahead, sir. Oh, we are planning on a togetherness, togetherness day. We are going to open up a table or a booth to talk about food pantry. And how you can donate, and how also you can volunteer. Okay. So that's right. going to be an information table, uh, how they can take advantage of the food bank. I food like pantry. it. All right. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. I was going to say, uh, we need to get those more of those youths to work. They're the ones with the strong backs. Yeah, man. Oh, so. my gosh. Because <laughs> they have nothing but time on their hands. Right? They, don't, they don't know about real life yet. They don't yeah. know how back-breaking it can get. Oh, man. Yeah, let's put them to work. <laughs> uh, so, and I think only other question I have is, what was the number again in case we need to get in contact with you or if we got to send some people to come volunteer for you? Because we can, I, I, I'm pretty sure we can find some people to come volunteer. Oh, we'll find plenty. Yes. It is 254-288-6545. Uh-huh. 
And we're gonna get, and and again, you said you're open during regular hours, but well, you can you can if soldiers want to volunteer, you can you can you can work something out. You can try to work something out. We will try to work something out for soldiers okay. to volunteer. Okay. If if their command if their command team is sees that they're going to volunteer at the food pantry, I I'd like to believe that yeah, that, like that would be that. that would be worked out in one yeah. way or another. I, I like to believe like got it, no problem. <laughs> is there anything else that um you would like to add before we get out of here maybe that uh it's important to recognize we've got like 97 chaplains same number similar number of uh religious affairs specialists on post mm-hmm. so about six of them reside on my staff so the other 91 of them my math is right belong to the units okay and so that's important because most of our soldiers, our customers as well, belong to those units as well. And what we prefer people to do is to access the food pantry is to go through their unit chaplain okay. or religious affairs specialist. And that's for the reason so that that chaplain knows what's going on in that person's life and can provide follow-up care. Mm-hmm. And that's why we have so many chaplains embedded so deeply into our units at the battalion level and above. You're going to find a a UMT, a unit ministry team, a chaplain, and a religious affairs specialist. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're responsible for those, you know, 400, 800, however many people are in their battalion. Uh, so when they know what those needs are, they can keep track and provide mm-hmm. continuous ministry for folks who may may need our services, you know, temporarily and, and things like that. So, And for those soldiers that are maybe new to Fort Hood, maybe new to the unit, if you're looking for your chaplain or your UMT, ask around, call Yes, call call the chaplain's office. They will help you find out. In fact, that's one of the things we do, and the the chaplains of Automitu is is working on is making sure we know if if this is an active duty family coming in to use the pantry, link them up with their chaplain so he Mm -hmm. maintains a good roster so he can he can connect those people together. And and I last thing I promise, and and I think that some people may may see it and they're like, oh well, I'll just go to the chaplain assistant, not knowing that their unit may be their, their unit ministry team may be the, the best point of contact. So I, I, we might've got ahead of ourselves when we said that, but I still think we, we will push people to go volunteer. <laughs> but I, I think that some people may not think like, Oh man, that's what our unit ministry team does may be able to help us with. That's so I, I, I get it. I understand. We, but it's always best to start Lowest first, but that option is always there. It's always great to know that we can call and we can speak with the wonderful people up there if, if we need to. Yeah, call at any time. And, of course, a lot of our customers are DA civilians. I would be there, basically their unit chaplain. And um, we have a lot of retirees that might use the service as well. So we're the main point of contact for them too. Okay. All right. And, of course, we also very careful – uh, to keep the dignity and the confidentiality mm. of everyone who comes and encounters with the food pantry. Okay. I have anything. You have anything else? That's Volunteer. That's that's the only thing I have. Volunteer. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. Well, we appreciate y'all coming on today. Thank you. We enjoyed it much. Thank you for your time. Thank, Thank you. you very much. God bless you. Good day, Fort Hood community. This is Major Winkleman uh, from Force Protection. Just remind everybody that August is 
Anti-Terrorism Awareness Month. We have lots of classes uh, available to the community. Uh, we'll be on Teams as well as the Howes Theater. Please contact your ATOs. We're welcome uh, everybody to listen, observe, and have a good time. Uh, please join us, enjoy, and we're looking forward to seeing you there. Okay, so I love volunteering and yes. I love that that is what basically this whole interview was about, was about giving back to the community in every way that you can. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think being able to, to give back to the place where you live, I know a lot of people are not from Central Texas, but they're yeah. stationed here. I think for them to be able to give back to their community where they are now is important to, to building that partnership and just to having that sense of, of belonging Absolutely. with soldiers and, and units and everything. Yeah, and, and it's good on the other end, too, you know, knowing that people are giving back to you, whether or not they know if it's coming directly to you. Yeah. Um, you have that place that you can go and ask for help if you need it and not have any shame around that. You know, sometimes you just need a little extra and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I think uh, Miss Teresa had said that sometimes she'll get people who who may get food at one shelter, not need it all, and yeah. then and come to volunteer with them and give that extra food. So again, just just knowing that there's so many people in the community who care yeah. and who care on just full heart. It's, it's important to do. Uh, I think other than that, that we've had a, a pretty, pretty long week this we week. Have. A lot of moving <laughs> parts have been going on. Uh, I think this uh, over the next couple of weekends, their school starts Monday. Yeah. Yeah. It's for crazy. Colleen. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Obviously we've had a lot of moving parts going on. As you can tell, it's just the two of us. Daco yeah. had to step out um, to do some public affairs things. He you said know? he was coming right back, but I knew he wasn't. So <laughs> hey, anytime someone says that, I'm like, yeah. oh, you're not coming back. I'll never see you again. We'll yeah. see you next week. Yeah, well, I'll see him next week. Not today. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep, yeah. That, so um, where, where, where can I go find? I forgot where it was. There was this one place where I, I, I thought I could go find everything going on with Fort Hood. Ooh, that would be our Facebook That's page. Right. Yes, yes, yes. If you follow us on Facebook, yep. it's at... USAG Fort Hood, if you're looking at the little at symbol, that's mm -hmm. going to be for all of our platforms, U.S. Army Garrison Fort Simple. Hood. So you can always find us. Yeah, we talk about a lot of things that are happening on Facebook um, event-wise. The Fort Hood Santa's Workshop actually just had their Christmas in July event. Mm -hmm. And I posted, we posted photos from the event, you know, saying what a great event it was. And some people had commented saying, oh, I'm bummed I missed this event. You know, yes, I, really, I saw those. really wanted to go. I wish I had known about it. And, you know, the instant reply from us was, well, make sure you follow us on Facebook because we promote things like that. Yeah. Um, make sure you follow all of the organizations on Facebook as well. The Fort Hood Santa's Workshop posted you know, we're having this event in July. Make sure you stay tuned for details of what it's going to be. But this is the day. This is the time. Yep. Like, keep an eye out for this. So make sure you're following us on Facebook. And, and speaking of Christmas in July, so uh, I'm kind of upset because every year on Lifetime, I love watching Lifetime. <laughs> I watch Golden Girls. Ooh. I love that show. But because of Christmas in July, they take my Golden Girls away. Mm. But it, it's a festival thing. It, it's a big, it's a big thing. I, I love the idea of it. It's a, it's a, it's a good way to break up the summer yeah. and, and it's something good, good for kids. And, and I think the Santa's Rogue Shop here on post does an awesome job. I think they were able to give all the kids who went there a toy. They, yes. they left with yes, something. Yes, yes. So every kid, they had about 300 kids who came in person. Um, and then about 75 other parents who came to pick up 
50 to 75 other yeah. parents who came to pick up for kids that weren't able to come. So in total, they gave about a, away about 400 toys. It's amazing. Which is uh, so many toys, which is perfect for them. It gives them the opportunity to, you know, kind of get rid of some of the toys that have just been sitting on the shelves mm-hmm. and stock back up for this actual Christmas season. Um, well, they'll be That's giving cool. away more toys. Their applications open in September. Actually, they're going to yep. come on the podcast pretty soon. So, See? so stay I, tuned for that. When when I get home, I'm going to ask my son. I know I know he's going to know to the day, probably mm. to the hour Ooh. into your Christmas. So I I, when that. I get home, I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> um, I think that's it. Uh, make, again, just yeah. make sure you follow us on on Facebook, on the Instagram, on Absolutely. the Twitter. I think that's all we have. Yeah. Or and if you're really feeling old school, Ooh. you can go find us. On the Google machine. The Google machine has way more information and you can find dig down on the USAG Fort Hood Facebook uh, uh, webpage. Is that the right one? Yes. If you go on there, you can find anything and everything you need to know to get the help, the assistance, uh, any programs. They'll be on our website. So if you need us. The Google machine is your friend. It's there. You can find us on Twitter. Uh, we try to answer all of our, our messages, our inboxes as soon as we get them. But please, please be patient with us. Yes, there's uh, so many of you. Yes, Only and we try, to all, we try to answer as many as we can. So please be, be in mind. Make sure if it's an emergency, you call 911. Don't, Always. Don't tell yes. us. Don't call us. We won't yeah. be able to help and you. It's not a, and, and we don't want to help you. It's just like we can't help yeah, you. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but that's it. I just want everyone to make sure that you guys have a great weekend. Uh, get your kids ready for school and make sure those school zone, those school lights have been on this week. So make sure when you get to school, I mean, when you start uh, on your way to PT, on your way to work on Monday, that you're watching out for little kiddos crossing the street, sometimes crossing, crossing against traffic. Yes. So just to make sure you're out there being safe, guys. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you guys for listening. Um, you're going to hear this in just a second, but make sure you follow and subscribe. Uh, wherever you're listening to this. So thanks so much. Thank you. This podcast is a U.S. Army Garrison Fort Hood and Fort Hood Public Affairs production. The show's theme music is written and produced by Delicious All-Stars. All our music is obtained through Filter by SongTrader. Have a question or want to share some insights with us? Email us at forthoodpao at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at USAG Fort Hood. And as always, be sure to leave a review and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs>